1: Ah, uh, yes! And welcome to the Sticker Challenge Show! We're glad you tuned in. Um, this show is the first disabled satirical, satirical news program in the world. Yes, and it's presented by AMC Press & Co. Um, tonight, although our notes say that we'll be, be talking about number 45, we decided not to do that, and that's yeah. a Monday show. So yeah. now we we wanted to take a break. So we are talking uh as part two of uh people with disabilities on screen and stuff like that. We aim to debate on whether casting in today's society, you know, with everything that's going around, why are the why are more disabled films consistently coming from the UK? And not round here. I mean, the fact is, in all reality... Oh, God, I'm so sorry. Driz and Johnny are on the program tonight. Um, Pink Hood is out. Uh, Black Hood is out. Green Hood will be back at some point. We don't know when. He's probably out in the forest doing something. Um... The, the reality of film and uh other things in in our milieu is that uh Isaac Lavlaki of Real Abilities of which we sponsor each each year. Um we've been two years and this year's the tenth anniversary. So um the best part about this is we will have something in the new year that we will be able to announce. We cannot announce it yet, but we are giving you a huge hint, which is that it does have something to do with real abilities. Indeed. Um, And that's all we'll give you. And that's all we'll leave you with. But... For the meantime... um, September 19th, let's say last month, um, there was an article in the Huffington Post... Which read, does Hollywood have a bias against people, films portraying disability? Now, Driz, what is your um take on that? What do you think?
0: Yeah. Um. Hello, Red Hood.
1: Yes. Hello, yeah. Driz. Good evening.
0: <laughs> uh, my take on this whole disabilities issue with. Uh, films being produced and released in the UK. Definitely the voices that every person with a disability has is it's growing. It's growing more so in in, respect, in retrospect to uh, finding and related to how someone with a disability can really relate to uh, the story that's being portrayed, more so how the person can feel better about themselves and be able to contribute more into society, knowing that they have a disability and being used in that kind of way to contribute, to give something back.
1: Right, right. But that's that's the hope that we make, right? But then comes the... uh... That then comes the arbitrational of what in the world is disability in film with neurotypical actors playing people with disabilities. Why has it always been done? We talk about we see whitewashing we see um Whitewashing all over the place. Now, I mean, it's not right because for every disabled actor you have is literally a dozen more. Oh, sorry, I'm not in the reverse. Every disabled actor that is put up for a role and doesn't get it, right? Mm-hmm. There's about maybe 10, 1,000, 2,000 people who can fill that wall who are able-bodied. Now, of course, Hollywood is about money, right? So, if Hollywood is about money and persons with disabilities then what is it at stake? What is there at stake that basically says um, in Jerry Maguire or in My Left Foot or in so many other films, right, Mm -hmm. that disability has to be played by a neurotypical. You know, the fact is, have they... have they... haven't they realized by now that it is not right? You know, um... you, You go... We sponsor these film festivals, right, and we have been told in the submission process it's very hard because there's no there are so many selections that are going on and all these for the days, right It's reason. very
0: hard to It's very hard to get into Hollywood if you want to pursue your career as an actor as an actress because it's that especially
1: especially with being a disabled person you know um it, there are people that they go into a um they go into an audition room and say you need somebody who's a little person, somebody who is not um you know the hobbit whilst I love The Hobbit and The Smarillion and Lord of the Rings, they used average actors and CGI. They did not use dwarves, you know, or people, well, not dwarves, Um, little people for it. It just didn't happen. And time and time again, you know, there are more more films coming out of the U.K., disability and the respect around the UK is huge. But in Hollywood Hollywood um, is a little bit
0: more different, like Hollywood you, you know, have to you have to have the perfect setting for the producers. What they were looking for what they expect in you, because if you just go into an audition, if you feel confident about yourself, right, even if you have a disability, then those producers will expect you to be able to accomplish that role, and that you're gonna act for with great diligence, with great har- with great hard work. You gotta take that. That role seriously, if you really wanted, if you want to pursue that role, or else it's just another walk in the
1: But it's not because the way in which, um, the way in which you know people approach disability on film is it's horrible because. In the UK they have they have an amazing respect for disability arts and all of that. In the US not so much. You know, the only way you can actually get um get on film in the US Is If you're a disabled veteran,
0: mm-hmm.
1: born with a disability, and I'm not talking about disabled actors. I'm talking about disabled roles that are written by neurotypicals who don't have a clue of what we face. Um, there is just so many, many, many things. I mean, they will write it into the plot just so they can get the funding. Um, and you
0: also got to know someone famous, too. That's one Well, darker.
1: the the point is that the the core people that represent our group are people like Mar Marley Matlin, um, R.J. Mitty, um, you know, and the the fact is is that you know films like My Left Foot, Rory O'Shea theory of flight right um the sound and the fury uh sex drugs and rock and roll you know the thing is is that all the films every single one right is representative right mm-hmm. so but shows like I'll give you an example You know, uh, I just... I just listened to Matt Lucas's... Who's the actor of Little Britain. Right? He's a... His story is really sad. But... It's hopeful. But the narration of it... Is kind of annoying. However... The key takeaways... Are really that... In Little Britain... They were criticized by um they were criticized by being racist and this that and the other thing right in um, in this they're being like the fact is they don't have to well. I'm going to say that um, Matt Lucas has a a disability of um, hair loss, but nothing like that, you know. And he's playing all these sorts of parts, and I'm not trying to call Mr. Lucas out. I am saying in just in terms of um many 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 things right how many pots are taken away by persons who are uh, at best, normal, right, and then they try to to go against against type, you know, and say, "Oh, it was totally by accident, and they offered me the role right there is i mean it's it's wrong it is wrong, I mean, and it's in casting. It's even more wrong. Like, A Day in the Death of Joe Egg is about mental retardation, right? And the difficulty of cerebral palsy, right? Mm -hmm. These are all dramas out of the UK, right? Yeah. But when there is a page, like, all of these, like, I Am Sam was with Sean Penn. Sean Penn was brilliant. However, you know there is so many 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 films that like all these films have um don't have people who actually have disabilities in them right they 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 don't but then. When you get to it, then you get to watching these films, and you go... They're all of a sudden, they're a hero. I mean, I don't know about you, just what What do you think? I mean, in your perception of things, if we're all being honest here, Johnny, what do you think?
0: Sure. <laughs> so yeah. I have a lot of respect for actors and actresses who um, play the role of someone who has disabilities. They're able to connect audience. Audience, because most of us, most of us especially who want to be able to relate and connect with somebody that has ability, and they're using that ability to just prove the entire world wrong. Prove right, wrong. Oh, I'm not disability being who I, I can be or from being who of a are going to encourage somebody who is through the same struggle that I'm going through. And right. I'm sit down. I'm not gonna sit back and. By away. way, You know, it's. Anyway, right. It's generous. It's just generosity from. From the actor. Themselves who is. Doing their best to portray someone who has a disability to doing such a wonderful way way. right right
1: but I mean like the despicable thing is is that with with everything uh, with today's world versus 20 years ago, 28 years ago we were still fighting for our Independence as people with disabilities, right? So, in films and in casting, they are now looking out for people with, with disability, and they make you audition. The fact is, is that some
0: casting <laughs> directors, what they want, them.
1: yeah, because they want the authenticity factor. They want everything that comes with that. They don't want people with they they want the best person for the role. But when it comes to disability to casting people with disabilities like what they don't believe is that we can put in the work, you know. Mhm. And I know from real abilities loads of disabled actors who would kill for the chance to be um to be in this I mean to be in any film with a disability and honestly representing themselves which is amazing Like the films that are at Real Abilities are authentically disabled and also just playing fantastic. They do a fantastic... um, They have a fantastic selection each year, but every film that gets submitted is put up to the most... the highest um, process of selection. Like, there's a core and we all know this core, because we've been a part of the festival for the past two years. Um, There's core of people that they get to watch all these films and all the submissions. And then they go, yeah, we're going to do this, so we're going to do that, right? And... The fact is the Jay Ruderman Foundation... Uh, is protesting the person, the blind film, and the stronger film, and the breathe film, all because of the fact that they have able-bodied actors in, in them, playing disabled actors, and they're saying, "Oh, you know, then that, that's like saying we don't mind." But films like Wonderstruck, which features which a 14-year-old deaf actress, Melody Simmons not only helps produce a more authentic portrayal, but also contributes to uh, Todd as, in terms of his building of the disabled artist career. And uh, David Proud, who's an actor and an author of, of The Art of Disability, which you should all get. Uh, it's fantastic. But I think in terms of casting, people don't get and especially the MM the Motion Picture Society of America, right, has taken um has cited thematic elements in a ratings decision for so be it. Now so be it is a film purely based on a novel of the same name and there's no sex, no violence, no bad language, no drug use in the film. But, uh, true, a few sad things happened along the way, including the death of a loved one. The overall message is uplifting, right? But the film is a celebration of family, and in the case of family, that includes a number of people with disabilities. Um, right? But the reason that it was given a 13 was was thematic elements, and... What I guess I find curious reading this article is... that most of the scenes in the panel focus solely on the characters dealing with disability their disabilities. You know? I would be encouraged to see the film.
0: Yeah, I definitely. Want to I mean, be inspired and encouraged.
1: Yeah, to see the film, especially if we can get our hands on it, and see it in advance, and then we can review it for the sh- mm-hmm. on on the show. Um, yep. But also, the the fact is is that so many, so many 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 things are now happening, and they're now cracking down. But also, they're going does it have to be biased? Like, can't you just take the honest portrayal out of it and just be like, yeah, this is good. Or do you have to have a Nicole Kidman or a... as much as we love these actors...
0: Or uh Jean-Claude Van Damme or Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's... Yeah. Or... The most beautiful woman.
1: Yeah. Or, um... Think of others. There are 10, ten others. Uh, Daniel de Lewis, um, my left foot. Um, other, other people, you know. And it, it, it is kind of. It's it's the wish I would, I would love to see being a part of real abilities. And having been a part of Real Goodies for two and a half years with um Pink Hood and uh you know, at least hearing from Barnega <laughs> about the film festival, uh, which I'm not allowed to go to. Um, is is that there are loads of disabled <laughs> films and loads <coughs> of oh, that are getting out. Yeah. Um Zach would call you. Yeah. Um is is that there has to be more authenticity. That's really it. And the sooner casting agents agree, the better off we are. You know? And that way, films like Real Abilities or film festivals like Real Abilities and other film festivals can mm-hmm. and do... Exist, you know. So, yeah. On Monday's show, we will be talking about forty-five. And we will be talking about what's happening this week. The only reason we didn't bring it up tonight was that we, uh, you know, we need a break. Everybody needs yeah. a break. Um, but on Monday, uh, we will be talking about more stuff and. Um. Yeah. Pink Hood will be back hopefully. Um. And so we. So will we. So I guess that's all we have for tonight.
0: Guess and we're now. Good call night.
1: Yeah, we're gonna call good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good
0: night. Good night. Good night. Good
1: night.